morning, brothers and sisters. This is Brother Joe for Wednesday Bible Study. And I um, thought you might enjoy the view uh, of the beach behind me. This is Newport Beach, California in the United States. And the first book that we're going to read out of is the book of John, chapter 16, verse 23. Hey, this is Jesus talking. Yeshua, that's how you say Jesus in Hebrew. And he says, And in that day you will ask me nothing. Most assuredly I say to you, Whatever you ask the Father in my name, He will give you. So brothers and sisters, it's very important when you finish your prayers that you're asking in Jesus' name. If you want your answer heard, if you want your answer prayer answered in the affirmative, right? It has to be in Jesus' name. He came for us, died for our sins, and arose and left the Comforter, which is the Holy Spirit. And this is how we can connect straight to the Father in Jesus' name. Now we drop down to verse 26 and it reads, and Yeshua, Jesus says, in that day you will ask in my name, and I do not say to you, that I shall pray the Father for you. Now there's people out there that try to backdoor Jesus and have someone else pray to God the Father for them. Well here Jesus is saying, he's not praying to the Father for you. He intercedes and it, the, the direct line through the Holy Spirit goes straight to the Father in Jesus' name. Do you understand? I hope you're blessed with that. Now the next passage we're going to read is in the book of John, chapter 14, verse 14. And this is Jesus, Yeshua again. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Praise Jesus. Praise Yeshua. Praise God. Anything, brothers and sisters. Do you hear me? In his name. I hear so many people praying publicly, whether it's in church, on the radio, wherever. And they say, in his name, whose name are they talking about? What God is, are they praying to? Do not be ashamed of Jesus, Yeshua. And he says clearly, pray in Jesus' name, pray in my name. Use his name, brothers and sisters, if you want it heard and you want it answered in the affirmative. Amen? Amen. Now the very next verse in verse 15, it reads, If you love me, keep my commandments. Keep my commandments. It doesn't get any clearer than that. If someone is out there telling you that you don't need to keep our Lord and Savior's commandments, they're lying to you. Because the word doesn't lie. It's impossible for the Lord to lie, and that's what he says right there. Amen. Amen. Now we move to the very next chapter, chapter 15, verses 12 through 14. And this is again Jesus talking. This is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for his friends. 
You are my friends if you do whatever I command you. Do you understand? I mean, how powerful and how joyful is that? That we can call our Lord and Savior friend. Friend. That's just amazing. And you have to just rejoice in your heart that he's your friend and he should be your best friend. Right? You should look upon the Lord as your best friend. Amen. Amen. And now we move over to the book of Acts, chapter 4. And we're reading verses 27 through 32. And it reads. Um, let me just set the stage. What has happened here is... The apostles are preaching in the name of Jesus. And they have been warned strictly not to do it. But they do it anyway. Why? Because you have to be proud, brothers and sisters. I believe it's Mark 8.38 says, If you are ashamed of me, Jesus is talking again, I will be ashamed of you when you go to meet the Father. You don't want that. No. So they're preaching Jesus. Okay? And they're told not to. And this is how it reads. And when they had brought them, they set them before the council, and the high priest asked them, saying, Did we not strictly command you not to teach in this name? And look, you have filled Jerusalem with your doctrine, and intend to bring this man's blood on us. But Peter and the other apostles answered and said, we ought to obey God rather than man. Now, I want to pause there. Maybe someone has told you that you need to be politically correct. That's the, that's the word today in this world of corruption. And you need to pray in his name because you might offend someone who doesn't believe in Jesus, Yeshua. Are you going to obey man or God? You understand? Yeah. He died for you and me. Be proud of the name Jesus Yeshua. And if you want your prayers answered in the affirmative, the Bible, the word of God, which is the truth, is very clear. You have to pray in Jesus' name. And if you're Hebrew, in Yeshua's name. Amen? Amen. So then it reads... This is Peter talking again. The God of our fathers raised up Jesus, whom you murdered by hanging on a tree. Him God has exalted to his right hand to be prince and savior. To give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. And we are his witnesses to these things. And so also is the Holy Spirit whom God has given to those who obey him. Amen. Amen, brothers and sisters. You know, Jesus tells us that not one iota or dot of the law will be abolished. He says he did not come to uh, abolish the law, but to fulfill the law. And the law he's talking about is the Ten Commandments. It was from the beginning and it is all the way to the end. It doesn't change. The only thing that changed is... The Mosaic Law about 
stoning the adulteress, right? When they wanted to stone the adulteress, Jesus comes upon them, tells them, you would, without sin, throw the first stone. They walk away one by one. And Jesus says to the woman, is there no one left to condemn you? She says, no. He says, I, I condemn you neither, but go and sin no more. Don't commit adultery anymore. That's what he's telling you. Yeah, you understand. Amen? All right. Now we're going to move just a couple more, brothers and sisters. We're going to move to the book of Matthew, chapter 5. This is the Sermon on the Mount. The greatest sermon ever preached because Jesus himself preached I'm going to read 14 through 16, and it reads, and he's talking to you if you're a born-again Christian, if you believe Jesus died for your sins and arose, and you've repented of your sins and are following Jesus, he's talking to you here. You are the light of the world. A city that sets on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket but on a lampstand, and it is, gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Amen. Amen. So one of the things, you know, we pray for, you've heard of, will you say grace before a meal, okay? First off, whoever you believe is closest to the Father in, um, in obedience, uh, maybe a pastor, a bishop, whoever, you ask that person to pray. Humble yourself. And what they're praying for, what you're praying for is first you are thanking the Lord for the food that is set before you. And then you're asking for God to bless the food in whose name? In Jesus' name. And what that is to do is to keep you from getting sick. You understand? So it's important every time you sit down to eat, no matter what time of day, no matter how many times, you pray to the Father, thank Him for blessing you with the food, and please bless the food in Jesus' Yeshua's name. And you won't get sick. You understand? And if you're in a restaurant, here it's saying, let your light shine. Do not be ashamed of God. Pray in the restaurant and pray in Jesus' name. And hopefully someone behind you in the booth behind you or in front of you will listen and hear. They'll be convicted in their heart. And they too will start to pray in our Lord and Savior's name wherever they are. Amen? Amen. And 17 and 18 is exactly what I was sharing with you a little earlier. And this is Jesus talking. Do not think that I came to destroy the law of the prophets. I did not come to destroy, but to fulfill. For surely I say to you, Till heaven and earth pass away, one jot or one title will by no means pass from the law till all is fulfilled. Amen? Amen. So one more passage, brothers and sisters. This is Mark 
838, and it's what I told you before, but I will read it out of the Word of God so you don't take my word for it. Take God's word for it. For whoever is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of him the Son of Man also will be ashamed when he comes to the glory of his Father with the holy angels. Amen, brothers and sisters. So I hope you're enriched by this. And always remember to pray up every day and read up every day and keep the love of Yeshua, Jesus, in your heart. And we'll all be with our Lord and Savior someday forever and ever.